All right, let's just start. Matthew chapter 5, verse 8. Simple little verse, part of the Sermon on the Mount, just as he's getting started on the Sermon on the Mount. The Beatitudes, they call them. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We're going to talk about purity again tonight. I'm going to try to be a little more brief than I've been lately. Coughing a lot, so... Uh, I'm gonna. I don't want to torment you with that. Purity. We've been talking about it. How important it is. And uh, I hope that you listen to this tonight. Simple thoughts, but very important and basic. Lord, help us. Pray you bless your word. Give us clarity of mind. Help me to speak. <clears throat> Give us ears to hear and hearts to receive. Lord, tonight I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Purity. Now we've talked about it. Purity is the absence of defilement. <coughs> defilement, pollution, and corruption. <clears throat> it's anything that's adulterated, has something mixed with it that purity doesn't exist. Purity is singleness. <clears throat> It's one thing, not things mixed. We start out this life pure and undefiled. I don't know anybody that's a reasonable human being that would argue that, except for religious uh, misguided people. A baby is about the most pure, clean, you know, you can smell a baby's breath. What does it smell like? Onions? No. <laughs> Smells sweet. 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 We, I always did that. The new baby. I'd like to smell its breath. Because it was clean. Yeah. What has defiled their mind? Nothing. Not a word. Not a thing. Not an image. Nothing has defiled that little child's mind. He has nothing against anybody. He don't even have those thoughts at all. He has no thoughts, really. Unless he's having angel dreams, we would always say. You know, we'd watch while they're sleeping, they'll smile. And we'd say, oh, he's having angel dreams. What does a baby think about? He don't think about what everybody thinks about now. He doesn't have his mind full of pollution and filth. He's pure. Now that's the way we start out life. We start out clean in mind, spirit, and soul. And you know, people want to argue with everything you say. But there's a little saying that I heard years ago, and I believe it's right, and I believe it's true. You write on a child with a permanent marker. They come as a blank sheet, and, you, and everybody starts writing on them. They don't know any dirty, filthy things until you tell them or somebody else tells them or shows them. And it's there to stay. <clears throat> Why can't we understand that everything that comes through these eyes, through these ears, is permanently put into your mind? We, love our, we lose our purity when pollution is introduced into our mind into our heart, and into our life. <laughs> and it's impossible to avoid this in a world that's filled with uncleanness and sin. 
I've referred often to this world as a septic tank of the universe, and that's just a pretty good description. You live in it. (laughs) But it it, it is possible to have a pure heart and mind through the new birth and the Word of God and the Spirit of God living in you. You can have your mind renewed. You can have your body washed. You can have you can be washed with water by the word. You can be renewed in your spirit, renewed in your mind. Is that in the Bible? Y'all know that's in the Bible, don't you? I read a little thing. I read an article, uh, part, or whatever, of Tozier this morning, but I caught this out of it. He said this, and it's true. True peace is a gift of God and, uh, and today is found only in the minds of innocent children and in the hearts of trustful Christian believers. That's the only place you find it. If you don't have it tonight, it's because you're not a child and you're not a real believer. The addition of the knowledge of unclean things produces unclean thoughts. You don't have unclean thoughts until you start seeing unclean things. Hearing unclean things. Hang on. You ought to see me trying to type now. It's a mess. That's what happened when Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. She knew good. But she did not know evil until she took it into herself and then she was defiled in her mind and in her heart. And there must be a body to manifest the uncleanness through so it's defiled also. You can be defiled in your heart and in your mind first. And then you, then you defile your body with the uncleanness. Seeing, hearing, knowing, and experiencing unclean things degrades you. Yes. And, and, and it degenerates you. It depraves you. Yes, Depravity of sin, you better believe it. But it's not like everybody thinks. <clears throat> you're crazy because you sin. You're not, you don't sin because you're crazy. You choose to sin and you lose your mind. You lose the ability to think right, clearly, righteously. You don't think right anymore. Sin is insanity. You're not thinking right. You can't with your mind defiled. And your heart defiled with inordinate affections. So, how many people can really look at others with pure thoughts when all they see all day is uncleanness, nakedness, and filth? How can they look at other people with pure thoughts? They don't. But it does more than that. It influences and pollutes even our good thoughts. Pollution affects your thoughts and it makes you have bad thoughts, dirty thoughts, defiled thoughts. But it also affects the, your good thoughts. You don't think right anymore. Unto the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and their conscience is defiled. 
So, once we know and experience the unclean, we have a problem considering anything or anyone else clean again. Are you hearing me? That's the way it works. Once you're an adulterer, you think everybody is. Once you're a liar, you think everybody is. Once you've crossed that line and you're a thief, you think everybody's equal to you. Or you're a little bit better than all the rest of them because at least you know it or at least you'll admit it. There's no merit in that. There's no merit in confessing your sin unless you forsake your sin. That's right. In 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 2, here's the part of the instructions about the church. Again, the elder women as mothers. That's how we're supposed to look at the elder women as mothers. <laughs> the younger as sisters with all purity. Now, how well do you think that commandment is followed in the churches now? Hmm? Well, I've been in a lot of them and I just look around a little bit and I see it ain't. When the young women dress like harlots and the men are bombarded with what they call soft pornography or hard pornography everywhere they look, there are no pure thoughts, even in the churches, in both sexes, not just the men, in both. There's no pure thoughts. When all you're doing is when you're filling your mind, your eyes, your ears with that junk all the time, say, well, I don't. It's everywhere. It's everywhere you look. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm no dummy about all this. And I know what's going on. <clears throat> and I know that nudity is getting to be an absolute common thing. Yes. You open YouTube, you're going to see nudity right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, how you know? Well, because I looked on I, yesterday. I hooked up her phone, my phone, to her Bluetooth speaker to see if it would hook up so she could hook hers up. She got a Bluetooth speaker there. So I just said, well, I'll open YouTube and play some song or something. Don't do it. First thing I seen was an absolutely, completely nude woman. Now, and I'm careful. I don't usually open YouTube. Because that's, I know that's what you're going to see. And that's happening to everybody. Yes. I talk to people. I know. It's not just me. It's everybody. So what do you think is happening to the young people here? Okay. What do you think is happening to the children if they've got free reign to all of that? <coughs> They're being defiled. Yes, sir. Sure are. Lot vexed his righteous soul because in seeing and hearing their evil, dirty Deeds all day long. Every day. Day by day. He vexed his righteous soul. Do <laughs> you think Lot was thinking right? When he called those sodomites brethren? you think he was thinking right when he offered his two virgin daughters to them? No. Was he thinking right when he wanted to go to another city? Was he thinking right when all the rest of that sordid, ugly, filthy story played out? Was he thinking right? No. Because he was defiled. Consider the small children. Think with me here. Now these small children here. Think of 
all the terrible, filthy things and words and images that they have never put into their minds yet. Think about the difference between you and them. Think about what you know that they don't know of the dirty and the filthy and the pollution and the iniquity and the vileness of this world. If you piled what you know up and what they know, what would it be? Yours would be a garbage dump that stinks and is rotten. (laughs) Theirs wouldn't be yet. But you need to realize they're growing up in this world the same way. And there's very little reins being put on anything. There's very few lines being drawn about what they can access and what they see and everything else. Think about what their mind's going to be like. Do you want them to know all that you know? No. Send them to school. They'll learn there. Turn the TV on. Give them a phone. Free access. Well, I can't do it. (laughs) I've seen two-year-olds that can work a phone better than anybody. They can get right where they're going. Something about this, the spirit of all this stuff. Now, there's a spirit behind it that the young people, the kids, just grab right onto. It's easy for them. It's not easy for older people. Amen. Even some of you middle-aged people here can't get a grasp on the technology and everything and stumble around. Consider how these small children look at other people without all that in their minds. And not influencing their thoughts towards others. Think about that. I'm telling you, the filth influences how we think and look and treat and value other people. Consider how they look at other people without all that in their mind. And you wonder why Jesus said, except you... Become as little children. <coughs> you shall not enter. I mean, it's be like this little child. What's he talking about? Just exactly what I'm talking about tonight. <clears throat> to maintain purity is to keep our mind clean from the pollution all around us. Therefore, the more that we allow of this unclean world to enter into our mind and thoughts and the affections of our hearts, the less we're going to value. Everything and everyone else. You better listen to me. This is true. The more you allow it, the less you're going to think of everybody else and eventually yourself and everything else. <clears throat> At the beginning of the, of the defilement, people value their sin and the things they are doing because they love them. <clears throat> and they're going to have their way. But after a while, <clears throat> even their love for that fades and life has no meaning for them anymore. That's why suicide is one of the number of leading killers of teenagers and stuff. They got nothing to live for. They've done everything. They've had everything. They've tried everything. There's nothing left. They've defiled themselves completely. They've saved nothing for anything holy and right. Purity is out the door. Don't mean a thing. It's to be mocked at and laughed at and scorned. And any preacher or any church or any Christian who would stand for anything 
according to purity, is to be ignored. They're stupid. They're ancient. They're of the past. They don't understand. They don't know. They know more than you do. Foolish one. Drinking in the filth of this world and thinking you're going to get by with it without any consequences. Impurity affects our ability to truly love anyone or anything. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 12, And because iniquity shall abound, <clears throat> shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. This is why. Because at the end of the age, iniquity is going to abound. Uh, is iniquity abounding? Is iniquity abounding in your life, in your mind? <clears throat> what do you see more of? What do you think more about? Whether you are actively participating in it now or not. Just what you see and hear every day of your life. Through social media, through the things you see everywhere. <clears throat> you go to Walmart and the whole middle of the store is covered with naked women. Everywhere you go. You don't see many naked men, but you're going to. Watch. It's right around the corner. <clears throat> That's what they did in Rome. That's why all those statues are naked. They're pornography. And <clears throat> people try to make you think they're art. And they try to make you think that you're stupid for saying that's filthy. You know, it wasn't very, wasn't just a few years ago, they had a bare-breasted woman statue in a state capitol somewhere or something, in a, and one of the leaders had it covered up. Well, you know, he was mocked and, and you know, treated like some kind of a fool, an imbecile, shamed, yeah, for covering up that. It's not art, and you're not smarter because you think nudity and filthiness and pornography is art. You're foolish. Your mind ain't working. Your, your depravity and your defilement and the pollution in your mind has fixed you so you can't think right anymore. Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. That explains a lot of things. <clears throat> that explains the lack of natural affection that we see in our world today. Women throwing their babies in the dumpster. I read this today. Some woman, they arrested her because she was on a beach somewhere and she had a one-year-old, I believe it was a one-year-old uh, baby. <clears throat> and the wave came in and washed him over and she just abandoned him and ran. Instead of trying to save her baby, she just left him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Why would she do that? Defilement. She's unclean spirit. The first thing Jesus did everywhere he went. You study the Gospels and you'll see. Go through the book of Acts and you'll see everywhere they went, they ran right into that first thing, unclean spirit. That was the thing that had to be dealt with unclean spirit. It explains the lack of natural affection. It explains the lack of commitment in anything except what is unclean and evil. Now people will, <clears throat> they'll keep their threats and, their, and, their, and they'll keep their, 
you know, their violence. They'll do what they say. <clears throat> They'll commit themselves to evil. Ahab sold himself to do evil in the sight of the Lord. Sold himself to do evil. Fully committed. But people will not commit to something right. In love. They'll only commit in lust. And that explains the apathy among those who are called the people of God toward the work of God. That's why nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares about the church. Nobody cares about righteousness. Nobody cares about the preaching. Nobody cares whether it goes on or not because they are so polluted with the, the filth of this world that it has affected them till they can't love. They can't love the church anymore. They can't love the brethren. They can't love the work of God. They can't commit to it because they don't love it. You can't love something when you're polluted. Y'all believe that? Are you thinking? Are you listening? Are you thinking of what I'm saying here? <laughs> I'm reading your scripture right along. Why did he, what did he mean? The love of many shall wax cold. You ever wondered about that through the years? Because iniquity shall abound. The love of many shall wax cold. You drink in filth, you care less. Yeah. You just don't care. That's right. true. Drugs make people don't, not care. They just don't care. The reason most people are homeless on the street is because they do not care. That's the truth. Pity them. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Some of them ended up there in a bad way, but they get to the point where they just don't care. That's why marriages fail, because they just don't care anymore. <clears throat> why would a woman abandon her baby? She don't care. Why doesn't she care? Because <clears throat> her love is waxed cold. And it explains the apathy, you know, as well as toward the people who are called the people of God, toward the work of God, as well as the things that are an offense to God. Nobody cares what offends God. <laughs> You've been talking in Sunday school about, you know, the opposite thing, things God hates. And if you want to please God, don't do the things he hates. Right. Don't be the thing that he hates. Yes. <laughs> but nobody really cares whether God's pleased with it or offended with it or not. Is that right? Why? Because they got they they love the the darkness. They're polluted. Yes. Their mind don't work anymore. If you could see clearly and understand clearly and reason right, <coughs> you'd back up. You'd back away from it. It explains uh, things that are an offense to God and people being apathetic, such as impurity, filthiness, and immorality. The filthiness is, is going to destroy everything for those who will not put a stop to it in their life. <laughs> Y'all listening to me? Yes. You got to draw a line somewhere. You got to put up a fence somewhere. There's a place you got to say, I ain't backing up no more from this. <clears throat> I'm not allowing this in my life. Ain't nobody doing that. Everybody's just drifting right along, just right along with the current. 
I see people who used to had a pretty pure conversation. They don't anymore. I see Christians putting stuff on social media with their little acronyms and stuff. <clears throat> do you know what those letters mean? It's profanity. Yes, sir. Put them on there anyway. Yep. Sharing things that have profanity right out in them. Or sharing things that have the, the letters that say profanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think Christian ought to do that? No. <laughs> Would you be pleased with me if I did stuff like that? No. If I was that insensitive toward uncleanness and filth, what would you think of me? <clears throat> You'd think the same thing I think of you when you're insensitive to it. We just don't notice anymore. You don't smell the stink anymore. Mm-hmm. Our understanding <clears throat> is affected by our impure mind and our impure heart right. and our impure life. James chapter 3, verse 17, But the wisdom that is from above is first... Anybody want to say the word? Pure. pure. So that says a lot right there. The wisdom that is from above. That means from God. Not the world. Not out of our own heart. Not from men. The wisdom from God is first pure. (coughs) Well. (laughs) Yeah, let me have a drink. (coughs) Now, I'll put it in here so I can dump it. Any wisdom from God begins from purity. Mark that. You don't get wisdom from filthy sources. And everything in this world is filthy. Google is filthy. Everything, every source of wisdom from the world is filthy. It's polluted. You won't eat food that's polluted, will you? No, sir. Dakota's telling us about the recall on the chicken and all that here. Wasn't it chicken? Yeah. Here a few weeks ago. And they told, you know, what the story went around what happened. <laughs> if you went to eat a piece of a chicken nugget and it didn't smell like a chicken nugget, but it smelled like a <clears throat> like the bathroom in Walmart, would you eat it? Well, why you let all that other stuff come in through your eyes, ears? <clears throat> you might eat that. might make you a little sick. But you'll be okay. This ain't going to... You're going to be okay. <clears throat> so any wisdom from God begins from purity. So understanding truth and righteousness through the lens of uncleanness and corruption and filthiness... Is not possible. You're not going to live in this in the hog pen and be able to commune with God. No. Read your Bible and understand what it says. You can't put your dirty book down or turn your pornography off and then read your Bible and understand what it says. No, 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 no. Impurity does not make us wiser. It makes us more foolish. That's a fact. It doesn't make us smarter. It makes us dumber. Mm -hmm. 
The devil's promise to Eve was that her eyes would be opened. Enlightenment. Have you ever heard these sinners talk about being enlightened? Yes. <clears throat> these people that are carried away with these cults and witchery and everything else now? They will tell you right straight up, I've been enlightened. <laughs> Hank Williams wrote a song that said, I saw the light, I saw the light. And they sang it in churches. Yep. Where'd that song come from? Came from a drunkard's heart. And the Bible talks about the song of the drunkards. I don't think it ought to be in church. I don't think you can praise the Lord with a song of a drunkard. I don't care what the words say. The devil's an expert at twisting those words around so everybody thinks they're praising God and they're praising the devil. <laughs> there was a song back in the 60s, 70s, My Sweet Lord. Who's that too? A lot of Christians sang it, My Sweet Lord, you know, and sang that song. You know what it was saying in between every time they said, My Sweet Lord? Hare Krishna. Plain as day. Yeah. Who's your Lord? Who are you singing to? The devil's making a fool of you. Using you like a puppet. How's God feel about that while he watches this nonsense? So the devil promised Eve that her eyes would be opened. But what happened? When her eyes were opened. Oh yeah. She was defiled. They knew they were naked. They hid themselves in fear and shame. That's what they, that's when their eyes were open, that's what they saw. What it causes is blindness. The knowledge of evil causes blindness. And that results from iniquity and defilement with anything that is unclean. It blinds you. This is what I'm seeing is everyone and everyone as they post profanity on social media without ever even noticing it anymore. And, and like I said before, those acronyms, those letters that mean something. That's where everybody talks now. You know, it's all letters. And everybody don't even know what they mean. Most people don't. <laughs> And they just put it down there anyway because it's cool. Because that's what everybody else is doing. I'll say it too. You don't even know what you're saying. Look in the headings of those things you post. I don't post nothing. I put the messages up there. And people hear them. That's all. That's the only reason at all. I got a good email this yesterday from somebody we know. It was an encouragement yes. and a blessing. <clears throat> this is what I'm seeing. Now, this is, this, is, this is, there's plenty of incentive to turn away from evil and, and the polluted to the pure and the holy. That right there is plenty of incentive to realize that it's going to make you dumber. It's going to make you blind. <laughs> it's going to hinder you in every way. Don't think it's not going to affect you. There'll come a day when you'll wish under heaven that you'd have never saw that. That you'd have never heard that. That you'd have never looked at that. That you'd have never read that. It imprints it in your mind. 
so that it's there forever. I remember things I saw when I was 14 years old. Even younger than that. Probably 12. At school. I never would have saw that in our home. Or on TV back then. Or anywhere else. But somebody brought it. And made sure that everybody's seen it. See, that's the thing about unclean people. They want to make sure that everybody sees it. Did you, you remember... Why it's kind of past now because things have gotten so polluted everywhere. But back when AIDS was a big thing, you know, I've kind of dropped that now, haven't they? Started out being it wasn't A I D S, it was G I D S, gay immune syndrome uh, deficiency syndrome, because it started among them. Then they had to change the name because that wasn't politically correct, <clears throat> so it became AIDS. But they tried to give it to everybody. You know, they would spit on people to give them, give it to them. They wanted to defile them. That's the way everybody is with this uncleanness. They want to make sure your children know. They want to make sure your children see it. They want to make sure they hear it. They want to make sure that they get around you to make sure your kids know dirty stuff that they don't, that you don't want them to know. Because they live in this world, when are you going to let them grow up? No, uh, you better keep them innocent as long as you can. Yes, sir. You're not going to hurt them. You're going to help them. You're going to keep their mind clean enough and clear enough to think right long enough to get some character about them and stamina and decision and in their own heart and mind about this filthy world they live in. Don't let the ungodly have their minds and their ears and their eyes. First, Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 19. Nevertheless the foundation of God standeth sure having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. And here's the thing. And let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Who are they? They depart from iniquity. The Lord don't know anybody that's His that don't depart from iniquity. How do you depart from it? You stop looking at it. You stop listening to it. You stop entertaining it. You stop giving it access to your mind, to your heart, to your soul. And that's why Only those who've been truly born again and are led by the Spirit of God really can truly love anyone or be truly committed to anything that's right and holy. Do you hear me? That's right. That's why nobody cares. And that's why there's so few people that'll do anything for the work of God. That's why there's nobody being called to preach anymore. You don't see young preachers much at all anymore. Used to, that was common. Not now. Why? You don't think it's got anything to do with all this pollution of living in Sodom and all of this stuff that we've got that bombards us continually with it? And we, you can blame it on that, but that's not the only thing. All you got to do is go to the store somewhere. And if you're paying any kind of attention at all, it's in everybody's eyes. It's in their thoughts. They're dirty. They're filthy. They're looking all the time. 
Just like in Israel, he talked about going around with wanton eyes. That's what we got right now. Women, not just men. Don't tell me. It's, it's mostly the women now. <clears throat> you can't look at the news without seeing two or three in a row of these female teachers in schools. Female teachers. <clears throat> With 13, 14 year old boys. <clears throat> Where'd all that come from? Well, it started and they put it on the news and everybody reads it and everybody sees it and everything they do, they broadcast it all over the news. And then what is what do they call it? Uh, <clears throat> uh, they imitate or what do they call it? Copycat. First thing you know, you got a whole bunch of it. Did you ever notice these mass shootings when they have one and they put it all over the news? They used to have a whole bunch of them. Because there's a whole bunch of people out there that's crazy as a bed bug because they're filthy. Yes. <laughs> and it just pushed them over the edge. Psalm 119 verse 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. This is why only the undefiled in the way value life and things that truly matter. The pollution makes you not value life. That's why you see all these young people who do not care. They don't even care if they live or not. <clears throat> they don't care about nothing. They don't care about a job. They don't care if they have anything. <clears throat> they don't care about their future. They have no future. They're not even looking to the future. They're making no plans because they don't care. Did you ever ask yourself, why do they not care? I'm telling you the reason tonight. You'll never end up that way though, will you? <clears throat> you can drink it in. You can wallow in it. You can immerse yourself in it. You can think about it two-thirds of the time. Nine-tenths of the time. <clears throat> and you're going to be okay. No, you ain't going to be okay. It's going to kill you. It's going to kill your soul. Destroy your life. Destroy people around you. You won't go down alone. You'll take some more with you. Partaking of the knowledge of evil is the way of destruction. Yep. Just partaking. How much dirty stuff did you hear today? How much dirty stuff did you look at today? See. Did it just come across your view in this world we live in? Might ought to start keeping accounts. Reckon that would do us any good? If we marked the places where we saw it and say, don't go there. What would, our, would it change our life? Yeah. yeah, sure would. And you can't just put up one or two guards, you know, and think that's going to take care of it. Everybody curses the phones. I do too. <clears throat> I wish it had never been. But it's been. And it's here. And I've found this out. <clears throat> you can keep your kids from having one. But they got, if you let them around anybody else, they got them. Mm. They'll say, here, <clears throat> use my phone. Yep. Set up an account on my phone. Mm -hmm. They don't have to know about it. Yes. There's all kinds of people that are, that are right there at hand saying, your mom and dad don't have to Absolutely. know. I'll help you. Oh, yeah. 
Seth worked for a guy when he was 18 years old. That's what he told him. You don't have to put up with that all that from your dad. I'll take care of you. I'll help you. Is that right? You think that's an isolated incident? Nope. Your kids got the same thing. <laughs> no matter what. <clears throat> you better pray. You better keep yourself from evil. You better keep the pollution out as much as you can. Yes. Of your home. Of your own self. Now if we hope to finish our course as a Christian, we got to draw a line and separate ourselves from this stream of sewer that's neck deep, that we're neck deep in in this world. <clears throat> if it stunk like it should, we would. But that's the problem. <clears throat> we got to gird up the loins of our minds and turn away, turn away. From the things that are constantly bombarding our minds with filth and uncleanness. More, uh, morally, <clears throat> verbally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. It's, a, it's, a, it's an attack on all of, through all of those and more. Second Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 and 18. So we've heard it so many times. But here you're going to hear it one more time. Wherefore? Come out from among them, saith, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing. Now, why did he say that? <clears throat> because what I'm telling you tonight is true. Don't touch it with your hands, but don't touch it with your eyes. And don't touch it with your ears. And don't touch it with your mind. And don't touch it with your heart. <sighs> Said not. Set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. You do that, and the first thing you know, you, you, you take something unclean. Got to have it. Doesn't matter. Just brush it off, blow it off, and eat it anyway. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. <laughs> we need to be as particular about what we take in through our eyes and ears as we are about what we take in through our mouth. You reckon that would clean things up a little bit if we were just that particular? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. I don't eat stuff off the floor. It falls on the floor, goes in the garbage. <laughs> I ain't eating it. I ain't going to pick it up off the ground and eat it. <laughs> Where the cat's been. Or the dog's been. <laughs> or the possum or the chickens. It's unclean. I'm not going to do that. But you're just pressy. Well, go ahead and eat it if you want to. I ain't going to. I don't believe you would either. <clears throat> I think of some things and then I think, nah, you shouldn't say that. If you knew what was in the food you eat, you wouldn't eat it. Now, we all know that, don't we? This food you buy to store that they can and freeze and grind up and press into things. And there you go, fry this and see what... It's good. You wouldn't do it if you knew what was in it. You knew what they'd done to it. Done in it. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. But if you can't smell it and you, can't, and you didn't see it, Man, that's good. 
That's the way it is with this. See, if the if the if the pollution coming in through our eye gate and our ear gate only smelled foul and nasty like physically unclean things do, <laughs> we'd put the brakes on. But it doesn't. And that's part of the deceitfulness of sin. And we got to step up on a higher way of living and walk after the Spirit in order to discern the difference. But you get used to the darkness and you get used to the stink and the filth. That's why you can go to people's houses and they got dogs and cats and everything chickens and everything else in their house and pigs now you ever been in people's house I've been in people's houses where it just absolutely made me gag to walk in the door and they just live there like everything's fine they just eat their food and they just what has happened to them well they've got used to it it's not unclean to them anymore And that's what happens here with seeing and hearing and looking. And you just see it and you let it go. And you see it again, you let it go. And first thing, you just don't even notice it anymore. That's why all these men's oaths. That's why all, every, everybody that, you know, I know the majority of the people I know that claim to be Christians use men's oaths. They cuss. Say the, uh, the foulest words. With just one letter difference. Yep. And think it's okay. They don't they maybe God hasn't convicted them about that. God ain't gonna convict you about it. Till you realize that it's filthy, that it's pollution. Let no corrupt communication come out of thy mouth. Isn't that what the Bible says? Out of your mouth. Don't let it come out. You know what it what what that tells? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So, and Jesus said that's how a person is defiled, not by eating with unwashed hands. It's what comes out of the heart that defiles a man. Yes. Yes. Your heart's filthy before you talk filthy. That's right. And your mind's filthy before your heart's filthy. That's right. And it all starts by you letting it in, little by little. That's why you know all the dirty stuff you know. All the dirty things. All the wretched, perverse, rotten things that is being done in this world. That's why you know. These little children don't know yet. It'd be just fine with me if Jesus comes before they ever find out. Purity is a matter of life and death, both physically and spiritually. So please take this warning tonight and set up some perimeters for yourselves and for your children, for your life, for your mind, for your eyes. (coughs) Job said, I've made a covenant with mine eyes. What about? Anybody know what what it was about? I will not look upon a maid. Yep. Thank you, man. All right. <clears throat> David said, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I'm not telling you something different than everybody else has always preached and taught and believed. When the world it wasn't even as bad as it is now, people still 
taught this because it's always been here. You do something about it. Amen. Father, thank you. Thank you for the Word of God. <clears throat> thank you for the warning again about this matter. Please help us to take it seriously and to realize the danger, grave danger, that we put ourselves in, that we put our children in, those around us, that we put our life in peril because of this poison, moral poison that we allow to be pumped into our homes and into our minds and hearts. Please help us to put up, put up a guard against it. And Lord, I pray you'd help us with this. Spirit of God, convict, enlighten us in the right way that we can see these dark things around us and put a stop to it. <clears throat> Protect these children, I pray. What a, what a terrible world they're growing up in. I dread and, and despise the fact that it's going to pollute their minds and hearts also. <clears throat> if you don't come soon, please help us to protect them as much as we can. Give us that understanding and that wisdom and an eye to see and an, and an ear to hear and watch for all that. And to keep them safe from the evil of this world. Bless it to hearts now in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat>